I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. And I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips. Even if it's just a peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. A question that we got asked was in regards to streams of income. Likely this was from an entrepreneur because I don't think everyday people talk about streams of income, but maybe you do. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But how many streams of income do you think every family needs or is there a number? What do you think? Really good question. I mean, I would say two as a minimum. And I only say that because one has you relying on that one income source entirely, um, and anything can happen. So I think I would say two at a minimum. Um, And most families, even if they, even if there's only one working adults, um, you could say that you have two streams of income if you have children, um, because you can call CCB a stream of income uh, that's fairly reliable, um, at least for 12 months at a time, and then resets in July. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I think I think if I were going to give somebody a minimum, I think it would be two. What about you? I like lots. Um, so this is a really interesting question and I think it's going to depend on the life stage you're in as well as what current you needs and what future you want. Um, so I don't know, I think maybe five, five. And so, because I think about it, like 2020, like all 20%, I don't know why there is absolutely no data to back me up. It's just, (laughs) just your opinionated opinion. Maybe it's because I have a family, I have four kids. So like four plus one, one for each of you almost one second. Okay, so I just think you're so vulnerable when there's like three or less streams of income, because if one of them stops, or something's out of your control, and, and it reduces, or if you have to say no to one of them, I just feel like it's easier if there's like five. And again, no background on why there's five. I read something or this was a long time ago, but, um, that 15, no, it was 18, 18 was the, that's lot. I had an interview with somebody one time. I think they were 
what was it? They were looking for a money coach. They were interviewing me. And they were really proud of themselves because they had read this book that I went and read after this conversation. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but in this book, it said that 18 was like the holy grail and everybody needed to do that. So she was really proud of herself that she was at 13 or something before speaking to me. And she just needed help trying to find those other five or something along those lines. I was like, whoa, that's a lot to manage. <laughs> I don't know about that. But wow, I don't know, like I have, how many do you have? I counted one time and I think it was eight. It's tricky because um, do I count each rental as its own unit or is that, it, or is that one stream in one category? No, I yeah. think they're all, I think they're all their own. Okay. So I have seven rentals. I have a job. And within my job, I have five income streams. Maybe that's why I think five. Maybe. Because once my um, business got to five income streams, I felt very comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, I felt like I never had to real, like, I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I can't remember. I have, when I, I have a bookkeeper and when I first started paying myself, cause probably for the first six to eight months, I was just keeping all the money in the business. Mm -hmm. I did pay myself. And when I started paying myself, I wanted it to be consistent. And every time uh, pay, I knew payday was coming up, I would be like calling my bookkeeper and be like, I got enough, right? I'm going to, everything's going to be okay. It's good. like, am I good or not? <laughs> Do I need to push pause or like what's right. happening? Um, and I feel like as soon as I hit those five income streams, I didn't really feel the need to stress about that anymore. Right. Yeah. So maybe that's why, but anyways, um, within my business, I have uh, five in income streams and then we have the seven rentals. My husband has a job, so that would be one income stream for him. I do get see, um, the child tax benefit. So that's another one. Yeah. A lot. I got a lot. I got quite a bit. Um, yeah. One of them, which is my seven rentals, when one thing happens, it could affect all of them. Like, for example, interest rate mm -hmm. hikes, that exposure I have to interest rates is going to affect all seven of those income streams. Yeah. yeah. Um, as the same thing as uh, my business. So if I'm not physically able to show up every day for my business. That's going to affect all five of them. It might not affect all five of them in the same way, but it will affect all of five of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think like for employed working mom, the idea of an additional income stream um, is probably sounding pretty far-fetched or like scary or impossible right now. I just think if we can get another income stream in a way that serves you, like I work with a lot of people who, you know, they, they need, they, they make good money, but mm -hmm. they are paycheck to paycheck. They, they are that person who makes too much money to still be broke. Hey mama, I wanted to pop in quickly and let you know that I just released a brand new program called budget for more. 
It's the complete roadmap to setting up an automated budgeting system that will leave you with more. More time, more vacations, more fun, more wine. If you would like to check out this program, go to my website, lindsayplum.com forward slash budget for more. And if you want a discount on that program, I'd love to give it to you. There's a 50% off discount for podcast listeners. Use coupon code BETA50, B-E-T-A-5-0. I would love to see you inside that new program to help you budget for more. Um, and one of the conversations that we have is how to earn more. Um, and the last thing I want to see is the crazy busy mom, like going and looking for a part-time job. Mm. Your time is better served with your spouse or your kids or in your community or exercising. Like imagine that having some time for your own health, you know, like um, going and making, making additional money. Um, but that being said, if you are the mom who is, you know, works during the school day and then picks your kids up every day after school, um, you know, for 20, 30, $40 a day, you could pick another kid up and bring them home and, you know, do some after school care. Like there are ways to increase our income that we don't feel um, as burden, burdensome as getting another job. Um, you know, there are things that we can do that, um, will bring income and not, you know, suck the life out of you. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want people going and looking, feeling, you know, listening to this and being like, oh, well, we only have one or we only have two. So Lindsay and Megan think that I should have more. I'm going to go and get some job and you end up burnt out and crabby and, <laughs> All of those things. That's certainly not the intention. Um, but more income is always better. Um, and often what what we're doing in, you know, in my sessions is maybe the budget, the monthly budget is working out like, okay, but we've got some values that are not being taken care of. We have a goal coming up that is not being handled. Um, like maybe we do something like picking up the kids or mowing some lawns or cleaning some houses or finding something that we can sell on Etsy or like there's different ways, right? Um, taking on one bookkeeping client and doing that for five hours a month. Um, yeah, and then sure. you take that money and you put it directly towards a goal. If you know that five hours a month, say bookkeeping, you do it in the evenings after your kids go to bed. If you're making $30 an hour in those five hours, um, that's $150 take off for some for taxes. Um, but you also got some deductions because now you're working at home. So that's a conversation for you and your, your tax professional. Um, but like, let's just use easy math and say $130 a month. Maybe the goal that you're really excited about needs $130 a month. Yep. That can bring so much joy to those five hours a month working from home. It's not drudgery. It's like, ooh, I get to do this. I'm going to be able to take my kids on this trip. Or I'm yep. going to be able to, I don't know, fund whatever goal is, is important to you. Or 
the way the groceries are right now, I'm going to be able to afford groceries. Oh, I can get those $10 grapes. Those $9.99 grapes. Absolutely. So I just think like if we can shift how we think about about it sometimes when we're looking for an extra income source, um, the last thing I want is crabby, overtired, stressed out, burnt out moms. Um, Because I don't think that does anything for our families or our communities. No. And I think too, it's kind of doing an assessment of what you already have. So like, for example, maybe you have an RSP that could start paying dividends within the RSP that would be funding your RSP. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have a big line of credit that you could do some private lending. That's one thing that I've done in the past is I have a big line of credit on my house and I did some private lending, um, which is where you lend money. You be the bank for somebody else. Mm -hmm. I used a broker. So like it was very established. And because I lent out money, they gave me $625 a month. I took that $625 and I immediately put it into my RSP. (laughs) So I created an income stream with what I already have and it was able for that, that term of the agreement to put money into my retirement that I otherwise wouldn't have had. Um, Maybe Airbnb in your house while you were away at the cottage this summer or, um, you know, like it's getting creative sometimes with the stuff you already have. Um, I have been really, really trying to be a plant person, really trying. I see that plant behind you. Yeah, it's not really working out so well for me. But if it does start coming natural to me, I would love to um, like propagate some of the yeah. some of my favorite plants. Yeah. So it's, like, it's getting creative with my what you already does that. And I think she funds like a lot of her gardening expenses through that great it's fun maybe maybe she should do a class because i'm struggling hard over here (laughs) (laughs) well then i mean i should go talk to her she should be she should do a little online course a little ebook or something there you go or even just hop on a zoom with someone and i could be like okay this plant this one what am i doing help me (laughs) and i know there's apps because i have bought them all Okay. I know there's apps. There isn't, it's, there's nothing the same as a human who can just do it. It's kind of like, um, you know, when your mom or grandma or relative gives you the recipe to their famous X, Y, Z, you know, their famous pie or spaghetti sauce or whatever, it's still not the same. And then when they come over and you're making it and they're like, well, this, like, this doesn't feel right. Or you've chopped this too small or, or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, huh there's you can't replace that human eye and, and human experience with uh, an app agreed agreed there's something that everybody has to offer um you know even if you are somebody who is like highly skilled um you know some high level position consulting like maybe your contract allows for that um do one contract a year um you know I've got a client who um does uh project management and she decided to offer uh, like one-off 
um, contract. So she does it for a company full, full time. Um, and she's really, really, really good at it. And I was like, what about, you know, offering it in situations where like they really need somebody skilled to come in and finish off this project? Um, a company will pay a lot of money for that. And yes, it would probably be the craziest six weeks of your year doing that on top of, on top of your work. But those types of decisions will might give her access to so much for the other 46 weeks of the year, right? Like the short, hot burn. Um, we're capable of doing a lot of things, right? Like we, for a lot of people, like, you push that baby out. Like that was a short, hot burn. <laughs> or you went into the, um, the operating room and they took that baby out. Like that was a short, hot burn of like something that you had to overcome, right? Like you are capable of doing hard things. Um, and so if you can find an income stream that looks like that, and you can talk to your family about in those six weeks, I'm not going to be as available. And you can have a grandparent or a neighbor or a spouse, like pick up some of the parenting duties and the driving duties for just six weeks. Like, you know, for you, that's like the tax season. Right. Right. It's like a short, hot burn that, well, it seems like it's a long, hot burn, but um, it's a short, hot burn when you're, when you're looking at a 52 week year that brings in a lot of income and that income allows you to make different choices throughout the year. Cause you've yeah. got this little nest egg from that. Right. I just, I just think that, uh, yeah, there's, there's income out there if we get creative and adding more income to your budget is always going to be a good thing. As long as you don't just go and spend it on super stupid stuff, but Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your coworker, or a licensed professional. And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing, like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers. <laughs>